Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us as we take a look at the book. We're going to be talking about a series that I have, a five-hour audio series on CD, entitled, As in the Days of Noah. One part of the series, Angels in the Time of Noah, Lot, and Today, is a very interesting study on how angels played such an interesting role, as I said, in the days of Noah, but also in the days of Lot, and even today. Well, I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of As in the Days of Noah, this five-hour audio series on CD, in just a moment. First, get your Bible. Let's have this study, and then I'll be back to tell you how you can get your own copy. Right now, Angels in the Times of Noah, Lot, and Today. Oh, by the way, there's one more. He says, when, we, when I leave here, look at verse 20. Then he said, Knowest thou, therefore, I have come unto thee, and now will I return to fight with the prince of Persia, and when I am gone forth, lo, the prince of Greece shall come. Want a proof text for who the prince of Greece is? That's chapter 11 of the book of Daniel. Study it later. Starting in verse 22 of Daniel 11, verses 22 to 35. It's talking about Antiochus Epiphanes. Antiochus Epiphanes, who goes into the temple, desecrates the temple, starts to kill the Jews. Antiochus Epiphanes, the prince of Greece, that evil angel. I always had a problem. Why are world leaders acting like they are? Why does so-and-so or such-and-such leader of a certain nation, why does he make that decision? Why did Saddam Hussein kill 350,000 people by his command or with his own hand? Satanically possessed and controlled. So in the last days... Satan dispatches evil angels to take control of human world leaders. There's an unseen battle going on between the forces of good and the forces of evil as we stand here. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Not only does he deal with the political arena, he deals with the church as well. Go to chapter 11, 2 Corinthians Verse 13, starting in verse 1 through verse 12, it talks about false teachers. Now look at verse 13. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves, look at this, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. Verse 14, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Look at here, verse 15. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, whose ministers? Satan's ministers. If his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. In pulpits across this world, there are men that are satanically controlled, ministers of Satan. You better take this book. You better know this book. You better understand this book. As we approach the second coming of Christ, this is only going to intensify. There's going to, and I can tell you, if you want to see some of these ministers of righteousness that are actually sold out to Satan, turn on, listen, I don't usually name them, but I will, the Trinity Broadcasting Company. 
or T network, TBN. Not all of them. I can tell you our program, Day of Discovery, was on there, and we got under such conviction. Mark DeHaan and I and our staff got together and said, we're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. We cannot continue to back this. And they pulled off. There's one man on Trinity Broadcast. I saw him personally myself make this statement. The way for you to get to the heavenlies is through TBN. And if you have a lost loved one that dies, take his casket, roll it into your living room, turn on the television to TBN, pull his arm or her arm out, lay it on the television, and they will be resurrected. I saw that myself. Judy is a witness. We both saw it. When it was being, the statement was made. Not going to mean the names, but folks, we are watching ministers of righteousness that are under the control of Satan. You better, you better, listen, I want to tell you in the area, many of them are, prophecy. I want to tell you, there's one prophecy teacher I want you to keep your eye on. I want you to make certain you watch everything he says. Be careful of what he says. Make sure it conforms to the book. And you know what his name is? Jimmy DeYoung. <laughs> Check that turkey out. And if you can see me varying from what this book says, you come get me right away. I want to be accountable to you. But you make every one of the rest of them accountable to you also in what the book says. Not what we say. I, I don't have any knowledge other than what the book says what the Word of God has to say. In the last days, in the last days, what does Jesus say? In his great prophecy conference, he said, there will be those who will be deceived. Deception, the number one indicator. He's on his way. One final thing, Revelation. I'm just going to touch base with this. I believe there's going to be an invasion from outer space. I believe in unidentified flying objects, UFOs. I believe that there are aliens in outer space. I believe that these sightings of these UFOs are reality. Got your attention? All right. Go to the ninth chapter of the book of Revelation. We close with this. Ninth chapter. Verse 1. This is in the midst of the tribulation period, the midway point, or just past the midway point. This is the fifth of the trumpet judgments. There will be seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven vials. This is the fifth of the seven trumpet judgments, the second set of sevens. Verse 1, chapter 9, And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a great star fall from heaven unto the earth. Now that's not a star twinkle twinkle little star. That's a star like Michael Jordan is a basketball star. How do I know? Keep reading. I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of the great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by the reason of the smoke of the pit. I believe that bottomless pit is not on this earth, because if it was on this earth, it would not be bottomless. I believe that... Uh, Indeed, the bottomless pit is somewhere in space, and I thank Dean Ortner, who is with Moody Science for many, many years and a speaker here at Word of Life all the time, screwing Lincoln down here. He talked about, recently when I was with him, the black holes in outer space. I believe that's where the bottomless pit is. They are so dense that when light goes in, it disappears. I believe that's where the bottomless pit is. And Satan is given the key to the bottomless pit. At the midway point of the tribulation, chapter 12, verse 7, says there's a battle in the heavenlies between the good angels under the leadership of Michael and the evil angels under the leadership of Satan. 
God says, this is it. I want them out of here. He cast them out of the heavens. Not the third heaven. They were cast out of there long ago. But the first heaven, they're cast to the earth. The Bible tells us in chapter 12 and chapter 13 of the book of Revelation, they intensify their persecution of the Jewish people. In the last three and a half years of the tribulation period, they try to wipe out the Jews. Because see, if Satan can wipe out the Jews, that negates the plan of God. Right here, he takes these from the bottomless pit. Oh, wait a minute. You know who they were? They were the ones in Genesis 6. They were the ones that were set there for the day of judgment. And and God gives Satan the key and lets him unlock it. Notice, by the way, the smoke out of the bottomless pit covered the sun and the air. You know that word, and the air? It's the same word in 1 Thessalonians 4, and we shall be caught up to meet him in the air. Same location. And they're released. And the Bible tells us they're looked like locusts. Not locust grasshoppers, hop, hop, hop. But locusts that are, are very strange. Look what it says here in verse 7. And the saves of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were, as it were, crowns of gold, and their faces were as the face of men, and they had hair as the hair of a woman, and their teeth was the teeth of lions, and they had a breastplate as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle, and they had tails like unto scorpions, and they were stingers in their tails, and they had power to hurt men for five months. Somebody says, I know what that is. The Israeli Defense Force is now developing a new helicopter called the Scorpion. No, they're not. This is literally a locust-like creature. Face of a man, hair of a woman, teeth of a lion, a breastplate, sounding like a horse running to battle with a scorpion's tail to be able to hurt men for five months. The number of them, verse 16, is 200,000,000. Verse 18, and they kill one-third of the earth's population. Satan releases those evil angels that had a sexual relationship for which God destroyed humankind. They come to the earth. Their numbers are 200,000, 200 million. I used to teach that was the kings of the east. That is not the kings of the east. That is angelic, evil, angelic Warriors coming to destroy. You see what it says there in verse 18? By these three was the third part of a men killed by fire and by smoke and by the brimstone which issued out of their mouths. They come and they kill one-third of the earth. By the way, one-fourth of the earth will have already been killed. Chapter 6 of the book of Revelation. So that now leaves only one-half of the earth's population left. Angels. Prevalent. In the times of Noah, prevalent in the times of Lot. And as it was in the days of Noah, so likewise in the days of Lot, so it shall be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Evil angelic activity, taking control of human leaders, taking control of religious leaders, and ultimately invading from outer space. All those UFOs that I believe in, those aliens in outer space, All evil angels. Just teasing us. 
with what they're getting ready to do. Stage is set. All the evil angels are in place. The curtain's about to go up on this seven years. But before that, we're out of here to be with him. Glory to God. Father, thank you for the book. It's awesome. It's detailed. It's dynamic. It's divine. And it gives us direction. It describes the day of destiny. And once we understand it, it demands we make a decision for you. Thank you for helping us to understand the times in which we live. If we've set our heart like Daniel, you'll help us to understand. Once we understand, as Daniel, let us chasten our hearts before you. In my precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you so very much for joining us as we have taken a look at the book. As in the Days of Noah is a five-hour audio series on CD. This is study number four that we have just completed, Angels in the Times of Noah, Lot, and Today. If you would like to have the entire study of As in the Days of Noah, you can call our toll-free number or go to our website and make your order today. Let me give you those numbers and the address, please. The phone number, our toll-free number, toll-free from across America, is 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. As I said, it is a toll-free number from across America. The address on our website, prophecytoday.com, and then go to our shopping mall, and you'll be able to make your order of As in the Days of Noah, a five-hour audio series on CD. This will help you to understand how it was in the days of Noah and how those days have been replicated today, giving us evidence of how soon the return of Jesus Christ could well be. But remember, seven years before his return to the earth, he will come in the clouds, he will shout, the archangel will shout, the trouble God will sound, and we'll be caught up to be with him. You know that's referred to in eschatological terminology. That means in times terminology, as the rapture of the church. And after our study today, I'm sure you understand that the rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...